Hey everyone, welcome back to Make the Space with Ashley. It's your girl, Ash. Thank you for tuning in again for another episode. I just want to say that I greatly appreciate all the love and support. And if you're not already, please be sure to follow the podcast Instagram page at Make the Space with Ashley. We have a special guest on the show. We haven't had a guest for a while, so I'm really excited about collaborating with someone again. So our special guest tonight is Soul True. Thank you for coming through. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you for having me. It's been a long time since we were trying to plan it. We finally got it done. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it's been a long time coming, but the wait is over. And it, it, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be good. It's going to be worth it. So I appreciate you for bearing with me. Absolutely. So um, before we get into it, we got a couple of things we're going to cover here, y'all. Um, but I want to give you a chance to tell the audience, the listeners, a little bit about yourself. So anything you would like to share, any I mean, we don't want to give too much away because we don't want to, you know, waste content because we're going to get into some stuff. But, you know, just share a little bit about yourself so the listeners could get to know you a little bit more. Um, me, I'm just I'm just a, a local rap artist slash musician. Um, basically, I just like to use my music for <clears throat> therapeutic reasons. And I just like to inspire people and motivate people just to, you know, be themselves and find their creative pocket and you know pursue any any endeavors that they you know want to indulge in yes I love it and I just I just need to correct you because you said I'm just a local rapper. <laughs> you're not just okay you need to own it okay embrace it like don't it's people like when they be like oh I just do that no honey like you do the damn thing okay I dig it. I dig it. I mean, yeah, I, I hear you, but, you know, it's just people like to, you know, uh, critique people for the way they, you know, carry it. So I'm, I'm just humble. I don't even, I don't even feel right when I even, like, talk a certain way. I just, I'm just real humble like that. Even when people tell me, like, I'm good or, you know, I'm nice or something, like, I don't even know how to take compliments. I'm just like that. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But you know what? You don't have to be humble here. You could stand in your truth and in your greatness. Okay. Like, um, that's what we're going to do tonight. All right. Well, in that case, no, I'm just <laughs> Well, in that case, let me tell y'all how I'm <laughs> this. <laughs> all right. So that's awesome. So uh, first I would like to know, like, where did the name Soul True originate from? Because that's a very unique and I was, I, I would think like a deep, you know, stage name like where did you right. think of that? where did that come from um so originally it was actually um it was spelled regular like both names it was s-o-u-l-t-r-u um along the way i just was like how can my name be different from everybody else's name and i wanted to kind of pertain it to you know what i stand on so I just basically came up with this concept of putting an emphasis on you, like yourself. Like I started saying that to myself, like, what do you, what is the message you're trying to get across? And my message is, you know, be you, stay true to you. And I just was like, I'm gonna just add a you on it just to make it unique. And it like, it says something, you know? And it's pretty much when uh, the way T-R-U-U is spelled, the way the word true is spelled, it's like true to you how I say it so 
I don't know. I just, you know, try to be different. Like I said, try to pertain it to um, the message and the audience that I'm trying to reach. I dig it, you know, and I really like that message that you have tied into your name because you find that in the rap industry and the hip hop industry, there's a a lot of, how do you say? Littles. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) there's definitely that. (laughs) little this little that and i mean back in the early 2000s like that was cool but now like oh it's kind of getting played out but that you i feel like a lot of a lot of what we're seeing in rap and in hip-hop it's a facade you know you Mm -hmm. see like these rappers they're talking about all the money and the drugs and the bitches and the or excuse Mm -hmm. me women (laughs) and it's facts though but that's not who they are as a person, right? right? You know, and mm-hmm. that's not, you know, that you see that in the video. And as soon as they step off to stage left, all that goes away, you know? So I think it's cool that you're like saying, like, be true to you, be true to yourself. And like your name represents that, like that authenticity. Yeah, listen, I find it like so annoying when like rappers, artists, whatever, whatever they call themselves nowadays, but like. <laughs> When they talk about all that shit that, like, has nothing to do with anything. And then when they talk in interviews, they be, like, they have, like, this whole positive persona. Or, like, they say they want to change the, you know, change the hood and this and that. And it's like, bro, how you plan on changing some shit if these kids is looking at you as, as you know, a public figure and or as a role model? And all they're doing is just reciting all the words that you, that you're saying. So when you're mm-hmm. talking to dumb shit, and these kids is repeating it, and then you got the nerve to tell the kids, "Oh, don't don't be like me. Stay in school, or you know, stay in school, or don't be in the streets like me." But it's like, nigga, that's what you're talking about. So if they mm-hmm. look up to that, it's like if you got a little brother, and he's looking up to you as the big bro, and he's following your every footstep, and he wants to be like you, and he sees you doing some wild shit. What do you think he's, you know, eventually that's what he, he's going to try to see if he has that same ability to do what you're doing. So it's just like, it annoys me when, like, when rappers, you know, contradict themselves like that. Absolutely. And I agree. And, like, some people, like, I'll play devil's advocate and they'll say, well, I'm not here to be anybody's role model. Yeah, I get that. I get that side of the coin, too. But people forget, like, the power of influence, especially in this day and age with social media and you know everything everything is viral and this and that and trends Mm -hmm. you know so it's like yeah you're not you're not here to be a role model like obviously you know we're not expecting you to be the next i don't know freaking malcolm x or whatever it is we're not expecting you to be like this prominent you know role model for our kids but we also want people to when they start to contradict themselves take responsibility you know like you said like you can't you can't preach one you can't say one thing and then preach another like the whole like do as i say not as i do type of attitude right. you know like, that doesn't really work anymore kids don't listen to that they're they see what they see hear what they hear and they emulate that right and i mean like and it's no knock on you know, rappers who, if that, if that's the life you really live, and you know what I mean, if that's your, if that's your truth, then that's, that's, you know, that's, that's fine. But it's a difference between, you know, um, 
justifying and glorifying and actually uh uh informing or educating like if that's the life you live and you're trying to tell these you know these young niggas like you know this is what i've been through this is what what it was like for me don't go down this route that's cool if you you mean that's cool talking about the the shit you're talking about but if you're just yeah, I kill niggas. I shoot like. What are you talking about, bro? No, you don't. You live in you. You live in a mansion. You're making. You're a million dollar rapper. You not. That's not you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. not, so yeah, that that stuff. It, it annoys me. Like, but I don't really. I don't judge nobody. Everybody, you gonna do what you gonna do at the end of the day. I can only like speak for me, and I can only continue to be me and just hope you know people listen and get inspired by it. I guess. Absolutely. I mean, everyone has their own style, you know, and to each right. his own, you know. And, you know, some people, they, they like that. They like the mumble rap. They like that. They like to hear the rap about the shooting and the killing and the moving bricks. And they want to hear some of the lyrical stuff, you know, like they be on their J. Cole or their Lupe Fiasco stuff. Everyone has right. their, you know, their own taste and their own style. So, but again, you know, we just... Don't be contradicting yourself. Like, we're not with that. So, tell me, when did you start making music? Um, I was... I started making music um, probably when I was about, like, 12, 13. But I really got into it when I was, like, 10 or 11. Like, I just... I love listening to... Uh, I love listening to rap and... Like, I remember I wrote my first rap when I was, like, 11. And me and my cousin would, like, record on a karaoke machine. We would just <laughs> sit out. Yo, for real. Like, we would just sit out on the porch and just, like, make hella songs all day. Just be rapping while people just walk by. And um, probably when I was, like, 13, 14, like, is when we started actually, like, making songs, like, in the studio and putting them out and stuff. So... I've been doing it, like, since, yeah, since I can remember, but as far as, like, going real hard, like, seriously with it, I would say I was about 16, 17, so I always counted from, like, then and on. And how old are you now? I'm 30. Yeah, I'm that that 30-year-old rapper. <laughs> Thirty is young. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm just hey, I'm listen, that. man. In the rap in the in the rap world, it's like you got a cap. Like once you hit thirty, that's when people be like, "You thirty and you still trying to rap?" It's like it is what it is. At the end of the day, I mean, and it, and I'm not. That's the thing. Like I'm not even trying to pursue any type of like record deal. Like if it happens, it happens. But like I said in the beginning, like I make music for my own for my own therapy. You know, mm. it's for my own and what I want to say because I'm not a, I'm not an expressive person I don't really talk about my feelings I don't really do the whole expressing thing so I feel like when I write music or when I perform my music it's me really like releasing everything I think that's beautiful I think it's and it's that's beautiful and it's healthy you know like not like you said not everyone is you know, gonna sit down with a with a therapist and, and talk about their feelings. That's that's not for everyone, and that's okay. You know, right. but it's it's good when you have some sort of outlet, be it like yourself, rap music, 
or like even like for me this podcast or like I like to write poetry like that's another outlet for me like as long as you have an outlet where you can express yourself in the way that's you know comfortable and you know authentically you I think that's that's great that's beautiful yeah I mean because there was a time like uh, a couple years ago it was like a duration of time where I was like going through a lot of shit like back to back to back and I wasn't able to write music. So on top of me going through what I was already going through and then not being able to like write music, I was going crazy. Like it was pissing me off. Like I, I don't, I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, that's why like with music, it really, I have like an attachment with music. Like I have to listen to music every single day. It, like I don't like quietness. Like I hate, I can't sit in a quiet room. Like, I have to have music. I have to have something going on around me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if I if I can't hear music, I'm going to go crazy. If I can't write music, I'm going to go crazy. So, like, that time where I couldn't do anything musically was, like, the worst time of my life. And that's when I really knew, like, okay, I was really meant to, like, really do this music stuff. When did you start to notice that music was helping your mental health? Like, when did you, like, see, like, oh, like, this is a big coping skill for me? Um, when, uh, when I started to notice that, like, with my relationships with people, like, friends, family, and all that, they would, you know, try to talk to me or if I was going through some shit and I, like, really started to notice, like, I don't I don't want to express it or I couldn't express it. But then when I would go to write, I would go to write it down, it came out so easily. And uh, one person that helped me with that was uh, my mentor, rest in peace. Um, when I was, like, 16, 17, I was in a, I was in a youth mentor program and it was for that creative writing and every every like first 10 15 minutes of you know our sessions we would he would just play a beat and we would just write whatever we felt whatever was going on that day and the more I started doing that I started to notice like this is kind of therapy for me so I kind of just started calling it musical therapy but um years later you know he passed away and so I kind of like put that musical therapy aspect on hold and just started like ignoring it for a long time and I started to catch myself like I need to get back to that I need to get back to you know writing I need to get back to expressing myself in ways that I know how to because if I keep holding this stuff in I don't know where I'm gonna go with it Mm -hmm. so it just that's when I just really started to notice, like, okay, this is really, this is helping me cope with everything that I'm going through. That's awesome. And I think, you know, I'm sorry for your loss with your mentor, but what a beautiful opportunity for you to have at such a young age. It's such an impressionable age, too. You know, 16, 17 years old, you know, you can be influenced by so much, but to have, like, a mentor to look up to and to guide you and you know to kind of like help mold you I think you know that's amazing and not a lot of people get that opportunity absolutely yeah because at that age like I was influenced by other 
uh, other people because I was hanging with, you know, people in the streets. I've seen a lot of stuff that, you know, went on in the streets. Like, I've been involved in a lot of stuff that was, you know, some crazy stuff. And, like, I... And it wasn't even me just, like, being, oh, yeah, I want to be in the street. Like, this is... It was me just being around them and kind of, like, being interested in, like, oh, oh, this is... Oh, okay, I want to see how it is to be, like... I didn't... It's not that I wanted to be that person. It was just, that's what I was around. And, um, you know, he was trying to get me on the right track. And he asked me one time, like, what do you, what do you want to do with your life? And I'm like, what do you mean? And um, he just, you know, basically, you know, sat me down and gave me this long talk. He even talked to my mom. Like, I wasn't a bad kid. I just <laughs> didn't, didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't really care what I was doing at that. Like, you 16, I'm, you know, 16 year old, we don't care what we're doing. We're just living life. But he basically was like, you're at that age where... Whatever whatever you're doing now is going to affect you in the next two years when you're 18 and mm-hmm. you graduate high school and then you go off to you know your afterlife after high school. Like what do you what do you want to do after that? I'm not just asking you now. I'm asking you what do you want to do in these next few years when it's time for you to get out there? And that just like sparked a whole nother uh, sparked a whole nother gave me it basically lit a fire under me and. And then when I lost him, it was just was like, dang, like he's not here no more. Like I'm used to being able to call him and, you know, talk about my problems. I was able to talk to him because he was the one that was getting me in the process of, you know, expressing myself through the music. So I would easily talk to him. So once he left, it was like, I felt like I lost everything. And that shit like still to this day, I don't, I still feel it to this day. Like, I make sure I carry his name. Yeah, like, I carry his name everywhere. Everything I do, I always make sure to, you know, keep his name ringing because to this day, like I said, he's the reason why I even think the way I uh, I do or rap the way I rap or just everything I, I owe it to him. Wow. That's amazing. Could you... I know, you know, you talked about losing your mentor and that was definitely a hardship for you. But could you tell us about another time that you was going through a hardship or a struggle or or, or anything that was emotionally or mentally difficult for you and music helped you through that? Um, Damn, that's hard because, like, music got me through a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, years ago, I... um. I went through a divorce. A lot of people don't know that, but, um, yeah, I went through a divorce when, like, I basically, like, I shut down to the world. Like, my mom couldn't even get it. Like, it was that, it was that bad. And anybody that knows me knows, like, you can't separate me from my mom. Like, I'm a mom and boy. And, like, she couldn't even reach out to me. She couldn't even get a hold of me. I was just, like, really in a dark, place and um that's how one of the songs that I wrote came about um called God is the Plug um cause basically with that it was like a spiritual battle cause at that time like that's 
my grandma, she's real, like, religious. So, in them times, she was always, like, sending me Bible quotes and telling me to read this and read that and, you know, trust God. And I, at that time, I didn't want to hear it. I'm just like, I'm going through some real stuff and you're throwing Bible scriptures at me. And so, I was going through, like, this whole spiritual battle where I'm thinking, like, yo, is God even real? Is You know what I mean? And it was just, it, it was bad. And... I just felt like if I didn't make, like, if I didn't write it or something, I was, I don't know. So the fact that I was able to take that situation and create a whole song about it and knowing that there was other people that, you know, face the same type of pressure, whether it's the same situation or just something that they're going through, the fact that people face that kind of pressure and people have these you know type of thoughts in their head every day it just pushed me to write it even more because I remember even during that time one of my friends told me you know that like they didn't want to live anymore and it was just it hit me because I'm like yeah I'm going through something but like it can be looked at as small compared to somebody who don't want to live anymore like I'm over here worried about the loss of an individual just because we don't want to be together anymore but this person my you know one of my close friends is facing you know depression and talking about not living anymore so it's it just it was like a lot and that was just like one thing that I use music for a tool to you know get me through that situation and got you know got my friend through that situation Wow, I really, I want to, before we go any further, thank you for sharing that with me and our listeners. I know like that's something that's very personal, like you said, like not many people know. So I, I just want to say thank you for, you know, your full transparency and your vulnerability there. I, divorce is not, it's not easy, period. Right, you know? right. Um, and, you know, it feels, if, if it feels like a death, you know? losing that that partner and you know all that time invested but Mm -hmm. i'm so you know and of course you know dealing with someone that's suicidal as well that's very difficult you know um and not many people know how to navigate through that so i'm so thankful that music was there for you to be healing for you and for your friend and be therapeutic in a way absolutely um so we're gonna lighten things up a bit (laughs) (laughs) i know I know we about to start crying and shit. <laughs> let's not, let's not, say, because I did that. I, no, no, I did that on the last episode, so I don't want to cry, um, and I don't want to make a grown man cry either. But uh, <laughs> um, I want to. You have something very, 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 very special and exciting coming up. You are dropping your album. Yes, November 15th. We, we November are 14 15th. days away, literally two weeks away. Two weeks. So is this your first album? My second. Your second album. Your second yeah, album. I came out, okay. yeah, I came out with one last year called Mama Richard King, and that is on all platforms right now, so you can look that up too. But nice. Yeah. So we so have a sophomore album. Nice. Yeah. I Honestly, this, this one is special to me because, like, I didn't even know I was actually going to pursue this project. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, 
even when I was done with the last one, it's like when I'm done with a project, it's like, where do I go from here? And then, like, I remember, when, like I was telling you earlier, how I started calling it musical therapy for our, uh, my mentor or whatever. I just really was like, why didn't I ever finish that project? Like, why didn't I do that? So that was originally supposed to be my first project. So I felt like I owed it to myself and I owed it to him to, you know, kind of finish this one. So like in a year span, I was like, okay, I got to get it done. And here we are two weeks away and it's about to drop. And he did the damn thing, y'all. It's about to drop two weeks. Two motherfucking weeks. And I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped for you because I felt so honored and privileged that you shared a track from your second album from uh, for me um so like so i feel kind of special or whatever i'm just gonna put that out there for people yes i got a little sneak preview don't hate okay (laughs) so the album is called musical therapy i want to talk we we you know you you kind of explain to us the 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 reasoning behind the name. I want to talk about the cover art because mm. I really see I I pay attention to details. Okay, I pay okay. attention. All right, okay. so I peeped the cover art and had to do a little zooming in. I was like really investigating. Let me tell you, I'm the FBI. I know exactly okay? what you're talking about. <laughs> so uh, and I'll describe it for the listeners. Uh, so in the cover art, it's. It's you and you're like you're sitting in front of a mic. It's like a like an animated type mm-hmm. version of you. I'm not. I was gonna say cartoon, but I'm like, hold up, <laughs> that sounds childish. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know a drawn version of you, and you're sitting mm-hmm. at a desk with your phone in your hand, and the mic's in front of you, and then, and there's right. these text bubbles, right? So I was like, mm-hmm. what these text bubbles say? And I was like, oh, is he texting a shorty? Like, yo, come through. <laughs> <laughs> so I zoomed in. I was like, let me see what this says. And the text bubbles, it says hate, insecurity, self-conscious, happiness, love. I, I, mm-hmm. I, can you talk more about like what was the thinking behind your cover art and talk more about those text bubbles? Um. So uh, the cover art was basically, you know, like you said, me in front of a mic with the headphones on basically symbolizing you know the musical part and you know the 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 chat bubble with all the with all the labels the love the hate the insecurities the those are the emotions that you know we feel every day that we most of us are afraid to acknowledge or address and um in this album that's pretty much what's going on like they're gonna get those type of emotions because whether it's me feeling it or whether someone else can feel it but um those yeah those are the like I said those are the emotions that I lived with you know I had to face I had to acknowledge that because those are some of the things that I've dealt with for years and was afraid to admit those things about myself because on the outside you don't want to seem soft you don't want to seem oh he's emotional oh you're soft you're a crowd like you don't want to you don't want people to see that side of you and I just got to a point where it's like I'm me at the end of the day these are these are human feelings these ain't feelings that no one ever felt before like these are human feelings it's just y'all y'all motherfuckers scared to talk about it 
because y'all afraid of the perception that people are going to have on you. It's like, what is so bad about feeling hate? What is so bad about feeling insecure? We all feel it. What is so bad about feeling, you know, depressed or happy? There's nothing bad about it. Even people clown niggas for being happy. Like, mm-hmm. you seem too happy, motherfuckers will clown you. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you so happy about? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, you're weak. Like, you're happy. Like, I can't be happy. Then if I'm mad, this nigga's emotional. If I'm depressed, oh, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? So, I just feel like with those, I put those specific feelings because it goes to show that, you know, I'm not afraid to acknowledge those and address those feelings. And like I said, you're going to get that through the whole project. It's not, but don't get me wrong, it's not like a depressed album. Like, you're not about to turn <laughs> on and just nigga crying through the whole joint. But like, I attack those different feelings in, a, in different ways, though. So it could be an up-tempo song and you might be bobbing your head to that joint and you're like, yo, this shit is fire. Not even realizing that, like, I, those were the emotion. It might have been the emotion that I felt when I wrote it. Not even me saying it on the song. Just that's the emotion that pushed me to write that. So if I was depressed, it might have pushed me to write a good-ass song or a happy-ass song just because I was depressed and I wanted to get out of that feeling. Mm-hmm. Or I was, you know, feeling hateful. And I wanted to write that I was feeling hateful, so it's 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 a whole different yeah. It, it's just different vibes on this album. I love it already. I've been listening to it since I finished it, and I could personally say listening to it with an unbiased ear, like this shit feels like a real album to me. Well, it is a real album, but I think that's awesome. Like again, like your vulnerability to show those different kind of emotions you know hate love happiness insecurities all that i think that's great especially because like you don't see that in a lot of men you don't see that that vulnerability that openness and especially Mm -hmm. in black men and like and really just like men of color in general like even like latino men like because like in latino culture we have like machismo culture where it's like oh you gotta be all big and tough and like you don't cry Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, for you to be, you know, a black man standing in his truth and showing, you know, people that are going to be listening to this that look like you, you know, and and can relate to you. They're going to be like, you know what? Like, it is okay to cry. And you know what? It is okay to be happy and celebrate. Like, that doesn't make me corny. That doesn't make me weak. That doesn't make me emotional. That, like you said, that makes you human. You are a human being. Yeah, I mean. These niggas be hiding that shit. A lot of these niggas be even like niggas on social media. You'll see that like a lot of these tough ass, you know, dudes that act like they're so you know so unbreakable. These niggas be crying when they get off the social media, right behind their phone. Like mm-hmm. they cry like everybody else. They be the first nigga with something. You mean? Cause they'll do that. But if somebody dies or something like that, they be the first ones on Facebook crying. Like bro, it's okay. It's all right. Like, you're human, nigga. Nobody's going to judge you for that shit. Absolutely. I love it. What is your favorite track off the album? Oh, man. I haven't even, like, 
got to that point yet, but like, <laughs> it's it, it's so tough, man. Cause I, like I really literally love this whole project. Um, Skywalker might be my favorite one right now, but it's it's a toss up between that and uh, Mufasa Part Two. It's it's a toss up between those two, but like Skywalker is like that was that's that's the one for me. Like that was that was special to me. And I, I treat that one like uh, I treat that one like my baby. Well, that's the one for me too, because that's the only one I got to listen to. <laughs> 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 no, but it it was good. Um, so since we're talking about it, like tell us about if you have a feature on that song, um, Sir Dominique Jordan, who we did have on the show a couple of episodes yeah. back. You talk talk about that collaboration. Um, well, he's on the, the video version, the performance version, but the oh. album version is just me, but me and him collab because he, he's on the project. He's the, he's doing like, like pretty much narrating like on a couple songs. So I thought it would be dope. Well, actually it was his idea, but he, um, he hit me up and was like, yo, there's a dude that does, um, these videos, um, where you just like he throw he puts the mic he hangs a mic from a tree and you just stand in front of it and perform it and I'm like oh, okay that sounds dope so he goes well you know I was thinking we could do one of your songs for your album and I was like you know what you I said well that's dope so the way the album is Dom's intro is first anyway and it leads right into Skywalker so I was like well we might as well do do Skywalker then since you know you're on you're in the beginning of it anyway so we just you know we did that and that's how that collaboration came about but Dom is uh we're in we pretty much work together with the um the youth mentor organization that we do called True to Youth so me and Dom are already like linked together so once me and him collaborate on something, it's like it's always explosive. Like Dom is like my my right hand. That's my go to guy right there. That's awesome. Yeah. Um he kind of when when I was um talking with him on the podcast, like he mentioned you and he talked to me a little bit about you. And that's how like I kind of got connected with you. I was like, all right, so let me like check out his music, see what he's all about. And then like, you know, we just took it from there. He's an awesome guy. Um, and I'm excited to see that video that you guys, I did see the behind the scenes on the gram and yeah. I was like, Oh, like this is, this is cool. This is looking fire. So I'm really excited to see what you guys put together. I know. Yeah. Um, the guy had just uh, sent it to me today. So now it's just a matter of, let see, when do I want to drop it? Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to drop it like sometime before the project, uh, before the project comes out, but I don't know exactly when yet, but I know it's gonna be before. So it might you know, it might surprise y'all. It might be this. Might be this week. It might be next week. Keep us guessing. <laughs> exactly. That's what I like to do. So you you talked about true true to you, which um, I did go over with Dom in the last episode yeah. that I did with him. Um, and I wanted to, I, I see on your Instagram, you are very active in the community and I love that. And I have so much love and appreciation for that. I, could you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing in the community, specifically with the youth? Um, so pretty much 
Um, first of all, I'd like to say shout out to Dom for even, you know, bringing me on board with that. Like, I always want to give him the credit for that. Um, so pretty much I always wanted to, you know, do community work. I always wanted to work with the youth. I always wanted to, you know, return the same favor that, again, my mentor did for me. I always wanted to do something like that. I never knew how to go about it, which is probably the reason why I never did. Like, I never knew how to just go out there and just be like, okay, I'm going to change kids' lives now. Like, I ain't know how to do it. So, um, Dom seeing that, you know, I was on that type of time and he, uh, he was already kind of doing his thing. He was taking kids out. Uh, cleaning up the neighborhood, cleaning up trash and all type of stuff, just doing all these type of things. And, you know, one day he reached out to me and was like, you know, I want you on the team. So I'm like, like, stop playing. He's like, nah, like, I want you on the team. And was so dope because, like I said, the, the reason why I have my name the way it is, because I always, always used to say true to you, like to myself. That was four years ago. And life works because look at it now, Dom and Joe started an organization called True to You. So it was just like, it was kind of like perfect. Like the stars just aligned like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what we do, you know, we pretty much, we take these kids and not only do we just, you know, have them doing, you know, neighborhood cleanup stuff, but we actually like we was paying these kids for you know for helping them pay for uh, basically to help them pay for their studio time we was sitting with them teaching them how to record teaching them how to you know write teaching them how to make beats all types of stuff and um that's pretty much what we do like we really we're hands-on with them so it's not like we just say oh we're just out here like you can see us out there with these kids and it, like it's amazing to see them develop and watch them grow and just knowing that you know you play a part in that is like it's amazing so every day and I already and I work at the youth center I don't know if you're familiar with it uh the mix I don't know if you know what the, mm-hmm. what the mix is so yeah. I, I work there I do the after school program so I work with kids from first grade to all the way up to you know high schoolers and just to, to get the respect that I get from them just from being there every day because I never knew how that would transpire. Like, are these kids going to, you know, are they going to like me? Are they going to respect me? And every day it's a new kid talking to me. It's whether it might be a new kid or it might be the same, it might be the same kid every day that wants to just, you know, talk to me. Mr. True, you know, today such and such happened in school and like it's it's amazing just to do that so that's pretty much like my um that's pretty much always been like my aspiration so it feels good to just be able to do that every day absolutely i and folks if you go and you follow so true on instagram you'll see it for yourself like the work that you're doing in the community is amazing like the kids love you and you know it's not for how do you say it's not performative 
you know like right. you're actually there with the kids and the and the kids are engaged like they mm-hmm. are thoroughly enjoying your presence and what you're teaching them and they're you know absorbing everything that you're teaching them and i think that's awesome um and i saw that you guys recently had like a fall fest um yeah. that looked like a lot of fun um oh yeah it was dope that was dope yeah like i and i was watching the 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 videos like in your story and i could see like the kids just like jamming out with you guys and i'm like oh my god they're so cute (laughs) (laughs) i can't help myself but you know the mom and me i'm like oh my god right you know that's that's amazing that's that's awesome um we we kind of have something in common uh when i was in college i i was in a poetry group and we did some workshops at the mix with the kids, and um, oh, wow. we um, one time we did the Telus three sixty had an open mic, right. and, and like my poetry group um, from campus and some of the kids that were like involved in the workshop, we all went and we all like went on stage and like we did our spoken word pieces, and it was dope. Like what the mix does is amazing. Like it's a great place. <laughs> what they do for the community is phenomenal. Yeah, it is, and like how I know that um <clears throat> how I know that we're reaching these kids is after they see like us do the work and perform. The, this one kid at the um matter of fact at the uh at the fall fest, kid wanted to he grabbed the mic and he wanted to perform. Like it was, was Spider Man in the video, little Spider Man. Yeah, that you know, that, yo, <laughs> yo, that kid is like because before that, I don't know if you know um I don't know if you know Mr. Ellis. Andre Ellis. Mm, probably by face. Yeah, well, he um, he he does this thing, like, he teaches these kids multiplication through music. Oh. And, yeah, and, like, they learn it. Like, they know the song. Like, as soon as he comes in the building, they already know his song. So, as he's, um, as he's performing it, little, <clears throat> little Spider-Man, this dude's, <laughs> like, he's performing that joint. And he starts like running around the whole room, getting everybody hyped, like just hyping everybody up. And I'm looking at Dom. I'm like, yo, this kid's gonna be a star, yo. So we get outside <laughs> later, and uh, Dom's performing. And uh, the kid, his name, his name is JJ. So he grabs, he tells uh, Dom, I want to perform. You know this one song. So Dom puts on the song, and he like performs it like it's his song. But you can. <laughs> You can already see that, like, he knows how to perform. He's bouncing around. He's, like, doing, yo, it, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah, like, it, yo, it was just amazing. It was so amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I peeped the little, little homie in the video. I was like, he is so <laughs> cute. Yo, he was, yeah, was turned. He was, yo, he was getting lit. I was like, go ahead, little Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, he was turned, man. Like, that just, it made me so happy to see that. Yeah, the work you guys are doing is great, and I'm looking forward to seeing what else True to You is going to be doing in the community. Um, I want to talk about you have an upcoming performance. Yeah, tell us uh, a little bit about that. November 13th, I will be in York, PA, for a Black and Pink Attire Artist Showcase. All the all the men wear black, all the women wear pink. Um, Oh, that sounds yeah. 
That's mad yeah. cute and sexy. Okay. I'm like trying to like picture it like just walk into a room and just see like black and pink. Like those two colors are going to like correlate. Like I already know it's going to look like dope in there. I'm yeah. not wearing all black though because I'm performing so I'm not wearing all black. But. Now you got to stand um, out. You got to stand out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I always got to. I always have to. <laughs> um, so how that came about is um, I had got I don't know it was weird because um, uh, it's a DJ shout out to DJ RX uh, she's um she's a female DJ which is like rare DJ right and she's and she's Asian like I, not to like I don't even want to bring like I ain't not to bring it up like that but that's what makes it dope because you won't expect her to be a dope ass DJ because you know how people are. Like, so she um she hit me up on Facebook like last year. I think it was last. It might have been last year or like early this year. And she was like putting together a cipher for like local artists. So it was like York, Philly, Harrisburg, and here. And I was the only artist from Lancaster there. So I don't like it was just amazing that she even knew who I was to even reach out to me like that. So I did that. We did that or whatever. And then she reached out to me a couple months ago and was like, you know, I'm throwing a showcase in York. Would you like to um would you like to perform? So I was like, Yeah, hell yeah. Cause I had just performed in July, um, downtown and that was like my first performance in years. Like I haven't performed since I was like sixteen, seventeen years old. Um so when I did that downtown, I kind of got, I kind of got that that feeling again. Like, yo, I want to perform. So it just so happened that she hit me up and was like, "You want to be a part of it?" I said, "Yeah, like I'll do it." So, you know, fast forward to now, to uh, about pretty much like a week and a half away from that. So that'll be the 13th of November, and then the album drops on the 15th. So that Saturday is the show, and then that Monday is the um release and then that saturday which is the 20th i'm actually planning a album release party where i'm gonna have all my favorite artists you know perform and then later on at night i'm gonna perform a couple songs too so that's gonna be oh, dope. i didn't even know yeah. that yeah so we yeah i know so i'm just throwing it out there you know hey just, just throwing it out there well i better get an invite okay that's it's, all i'm gonna it's say your official invite all right, so y'all hear y'all heard it here first. I got an invite. So if for some reason I don't go, wow. that's because the invite was rescinded. Okay, and we'll be back <laughs> on the show, letting y'all know what's up. Like, oh, so about that release party? Yeah, he just took my invitation back. Well, no, I don't I'm just lie and say you ain't show up. No, stop, stop, stop. No, I, I I don't know about November thirteenth. I did peep the flyer for that. I really would like to go. Not, oh, not God, gonna I was gonna say, like, I don't even if people don't show up, like people from here, I, I don't that wouldn't even make me feel no type of way because I don't expect people to like travel from other like towns. To, but like, if I have something here, if I have something here, and I tell all my people, like, bro, I'm performing down here, and like you ain't there, then that says a little something about it. if you ain't got nothing to do, that says something about you. Like, don't tell me you support me. And you know my homie, and oh, I'm your nigga. I support you. If you ain't there when I tell you I'm performing, that's cool. Yeah, no oh, hard feelings, but the know, pressure's we... on. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, not you. The pressure on. <laughs> no, I'm no, talking no. about 
no, 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 yeah, not you. I'm talking about people that you know they be. Oh yeah, I'm your man. I support you. You know I got you. Yeah. And it be stuff no, like that, know. like bro, you can't even buy a ticket. Like, come on, bro. But no, yeah. I definitely, I'm definitely gonna try to go to the York performance. Not 100 percent sure. But now that I know that you're having a release party, definitely got to be there because I'm very, very, very much excited for this album as well. So you will definitely see me there. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm hyped. This is like my first time I ever put together an event, like planned it. And then the fact that like I have all, like I personally picked my artist to, uh, that's performing that night, that's what makes it even more. That like, sounds really exciting, and I would ask, but I don't want you to give it away. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm like, do I do I say it? I, I, I mean, maybe you could tell me off the record, like after. I was gonna say, I, I got, cause I'm working on the flyer. I'll send you the flyer, and then, yeah, because it ain't, it ain't official yet, so I'll send you the flyer. And then you I'll keep it on the hush-hush. Don't worry. I don't have a big mouth, and I don't have a lot of friends, so... <laughs> So who you the probably most, tell? I, I would say you probably know most of the, yeah, you probably know some of them. I know you know like at least two or three for sure. But yeah, it's gonna be I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be dope. That's dope. You know what I I'll just round of applause real quick for you because that is Thank you. That is I amazing. So like like we said in the beginning of the show, you was over here like, Oh, I'm just a local like I had to hear with that just no more just okay all right and listen right. to me i'm just i'm just local man i ain't nobody yet well you are you're, you're somebody to those kids that you're mentoring okay you're somebody to your friends and your family so you know in that respect you are a big deal you are a big deal you know yeah i, I, I get it <laughs> like I, I just don't want to get too, you know. I just don't want to get too caught up in that. Don't worry, guys. We're gonna on. we're gonna work on Souls True's uh, confidence, you know, because there's a difference between cocky and confidence, and we're gonna work on that confidence, you and I together. Don't worry. Right. I I just don't like to say the wrong thing because I don't, I don't listen. I don't like to hear people talk because I I see people talk crazy and I'm just like, bro, you're not even like that. Like <laughs> you're not even that guy. Come <laughs> on, like, you ain't that guy. So I don't want to be like I don't want to be the person that I'm talking about. Like I look at oh, some yeah. people like you ain't even that, and then I'll be the one saying the same shit and niggas looking at me like nigga, you ain't even that. Yeah, but something tells me it's not going to go that way with you. Like, no, nah, I don't think so. Like, I mean, I've, I've, I've listened to the links that you sent me. I listened to Skywalker. I mean, this is like good stuff. And let me tell you something. I'm something you don't know about. I'm a big hip hop head. Like, I grew up on old school mm. hip hop. And when I say old school hip hop, I'm talking about KRS One, Slick Rick, Big Daddy King. Like, I grew up on old school oh, hip hop. Yes, and I'm from the BX where it all started. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, day, yeah. every day. Like, you know, so when it comes to rap, especially like local artists, like, especially those artists who think they're the shit and they're trash, I'm like, bruh, sit down, take several seats. So, like, for me to say about like, you know, a local artist, like, yo, like, they're really good. And like, I could see them going far, like, as in, you know, in your case with your work, like, I would say like that coming from me, that's a high tier compliment. (laughs) Because because I'm telling you, like I I grew up on that old school rap and I was surrounded by that, you know, being in the Bronx. And you know, the Bronx has some of the best rappers, New York City in general. 
So like for me to listen to someone that's around my way and I'm like, yo, like this is actually something I would bump in my car. Like that's a legit compliment, like no cap. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I'm, look, didn't, didn't you say you wasn't going to make me cry on this show? Man. <laughs> you got to have me here ball. All right. So <laughs> I'm, before we go, I want to have a little bit of fun. I'm going to okay. throw out a couple of rappers. Okay. And you just you just let me know. Like, I'm going to throw out rappers that, like, you would or would not collaborate with. So you just let okay. me, like, yay or nay. All right. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> for the sake, you, for the sake of your podcast, I would say say your name. You could say yeah or nah. <laughs> I love All that. Right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start with one of my favorites, J Cole. Absolutely, that's not even a question. I'm sorry. That's, but yeah. that's a dumbass <laughs> question, right? Yeah, that's not even. Yeah, that's like I'll I admit it. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. That's a dumbass question. If anyone says no, I'm gonna be like, all right, end the recording, deleting this. Yeah, like, like, we, we can't even talk about music no more. No, no. We, we can't even be friends. What you mean? At all. Yeah, at all. Like, listen, this phone call is dead. It's over. It's over. It's a wrap. Okay, so let's see. Logic? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I guess. Because <laughs> I guess because the name, but like me, preferably no. Prefer- okay, we gotta be honest here. We gotta be honest here. All right, so I'm gonna all say right. no. Um, no, yeah. I'm not gonna say. All right, I'm not gonna say no. I'm gonna say yeah. Because if I was like, if he hit me up and heard my music and was like, bro, I want to do a song, I would definitely do it. I ain't gonna say. I say yeah. I know a lot of people are like in a gray area with logic and I can understand yeah. why and that's something that we could talk about off the record. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'll go with um, it. That's a year. That's a year. Okay. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh Drake. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so far we got a bunch of years. Uh let's see. Kendrick. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's another one of my favorites. That's a hell yeah. That's not. Um, yeah. Let's see. Hmm. Who else is? Let's let's think of some of these like mumble rappers. Um. That's a no. Yeah. That's a, he's like that's a the Migos. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Future. Hell no. <laughs> See the Migos thing. Migos, if it's if it's Offset, yeah, but I mean Offset or Quavo, I don't really care about takeoff. But as dumb maybe, as like, maybe if I did it for like a, I would do it on some like, not even that I need a hit, but like if like DJ Khaled was like, boom, so true, we need you with a Migos type of joint. All right, cool, but I'm not reaching out to Migos like y'all want to do a song with y'all. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roddy Rich. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, a boogie. No, no, yeah. I know a boogie. Like he, his songs are like hit or miss. Like he's not very consistent yeah. for me. Um, you know, and honestly, like his music is the type of music like I gotta be in the club, drunk on tequila, exactly. and I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah boy. But that's not, definitely not something I'm gonna be bumping in my car like at all. Publicly. <laughs> nope. Um, man, I can't think of. Any 
that's all I got. I can't think of any other right off the top of my dome. I really didn't have like a list. I was just rattling off like some of the. Oh, artists. I did. Thought you had a list. No. Oh well. Thank you. That means that I'm doing really good at this. <laughs> you was like, but you was back to back with them, so I was like, oh, she must already thought these ones out. She got them written down. Nah, I was just like, let, I was like, well, okay, so let me think of some of the artists that I listen to. Let me think of some of the artists that I think are trash, and then we'll see where we land with that. <laughs> wow, that was dope. So, thank you, thank you. I try. You know, I do this podcasting thing or whatever. You know, <laughs> it's not a big deal, but you know. You know, one day they'll know my name. We'll see. <laughs> Talk about confidence. Oh. Go ahead now. No, trust trust me. I'm the most insecure person on the planet. Like this is this is this is called fake it till you make it. Okay. <laughs> nah, you know what it is? You're in your comfort zone. That's how I am with music. That's what I was saying. Like I'm not the most confident person, but when I rap, you would think like the way I rap, you'll be like, yo, this nigga know he this shit. But True. like, I'm just in my comfort zone. That's all. So that's all it is. You in your comfort zone. You know zone. what? There goes. That's the second time people don't know this. Like earlier, Soul True and I had a conversation in the DMs, and like he put shit in perspective for me, and I was like, wow. Like I was like, you really put that perspective for me, made my day better. And you, boom, you just did it again. Like you got them knowledge darts. I'm telling you, man. I'll be listen. I'll be dropping jewels, man. Open your man, third eye. Open your third you eye. Feel me? <laughs> You feel me? Yo, this guy, people, you got to keep your eye out for him. And this guy, we definitely going to have more talks in the future because you have a lot of knowledge to share. And this was a lot of fun. Before I let you go, I want to ask you one thing. Okay. You ready? Do you have any advice to anyone who is struggling creatively? Or you could pick either one. You do you have advice for people who are struggling struggling creative? Why can't I speak it creatively? <laughs> I can't say that damn word. <laughs> or like struggling with like their mental health. Like you could pick either or, or you could just mush it all together. However you want to take that. Um, I'll try to keep it quick and simple. Um, I would just say like, however you cope. Don't let no one tell you that you're coping the wrong way. Mm. Don't let no one tell you you should not be doing this and that. Of course, outside of, you know, uh, damaging your own, you know, if you're doing more harm to yourself, that's a no. But as far as, like, the way you cope, if you write music, if you listen to music, if you go outside and you scream your head off to the fucking cloud, whatever you do, do it and don't let nobody tell you you're wrong for how you feel ever no like no matter how you feel if you want to be sad that day can't nobody tell you not to be sad if you want to be happy nobody can tell you you know take your joy away that's pretty much what i had to learn like don't let nobody tell you you're wrong for how you feel because that's literally how you feel so i would say that that is great advice, not just for the listeners, but for myself as well. I thank you so much for your time. Um, I, I thank you for your patience because we have been trying to plan this and plan this and plan this. And I right. was doing some things and you were very patient and consider considerate with me. And I appreciate you so very much. Um, this has been such a fun interview for me. You know, I haven't done a collaboration in a few months, so just a million times thank you i really enjoyed it and i hope you did too 
I did. And I appreciate you for, you know, bringing me on. I appreciate you for having this conversation. This was very therapeutic to me, whether you know it or not. So I definitely appreciate that. Thank you, my friend. And thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Make the Space with Ashley. Thank you so much for your love and support. Take care and God bless. We out.